Joining us this morning, Adil uh, is uh, a little bit of a background, is a qualified actuary and is head of actu- actuarial division. <laughs> what is an actuary? <laughs> I don't know. What, like, uh, welcome to Capital. Oh, my yeah. God. Hi, Farid. How yeah. are you? Good. Thanks good, for good. having us here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glad yeah. to see you after so long. It has been a while and yeah. for different reasons. Uh, what is an actuary? Okay, so what is an actuary? It's a very... It's, oh, my God. Actuaries are... Uh, it's it's a type of profession. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We work in finance. Yeah. Um, after 20 years of being an actuary, I think I've narrowed it down to sort of one sentence to describe what an actuary... An actuary prices risk. I take uncertainty, mm-hmm. anything that we don't know what could happen, and we put a value on it, a monetary value. That's really what an actuary is doing. Okay. So, so can you give me an example? So like car insurance, for example. Okay. If you're driving around on the streets, we need to decide that Farid Kamani, in his car, possess uh, what kind of risk does he represent? A, a big one. A big one, exactly. <laughs> so if if you're, if you were 60 years old and, and female, maybe we would say you're lower risk, right? Okay. So we have to look at the different factors mm-hmm. that affect the risk that we're trying to ensure and then come up with the premium. So basically the actuary will decide what should Farid pay for it, for that specific insurance. So and that's and an you example. take into consideration age, gender, Correct. the kind of car they're driving. Yeah, in, 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 the, in the car insurance example, exactly, okay, right? In, right? In life insurance, we're looking at your health factors, right? right? Are you a smoker? Are you a yeah. non-smoker? Do you have diabetes? Do you not have that? Et cetera, et cetera. Okay. All right, interesting. Yeah. All right, uh, and uh, you have also dealt a lot around the topic of pensions. Yeah, so my background's in pensions. Um, I've worked in pensions for going on what is it now, 20, 25 years? Okay, I've spent my entire career working in pensions, advising institutional schemes, so very large pension schemes um, in Kenya and around the world. So so I, I eat, live and breathe pensions. Basically. My God, that yeah. doesn't sound like... So exciting, Is it exciting? It? <laughs> is it exciting? It can be. For an actuary, it's exciting. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got to be a certain kind of person. But, but the reason we asked you to come in this morning, obviously, because you deal with pensions, and yeah. because this whole NSSF thing yeah. has come up for debate, and it's a big worry uh, for a number of different reasons. Sure. Um, now, if you could uh, just... I think before we get into, you know, what this all means... Maybe we can start with why did this happen? Why were we waking up one morning and okay. seeing that all of this has changed? Yeah. Um, and then we'll get into who it affects and why and all that as sure, well. So why sure. did it happen? Okay, so let's go back. This piece of legislation, it's called the National Social Security Fund Act 2013. Okay. And the, the key word there is 2013. So it's a decade old. This is almost a decade old. Okay, so this actually was passed and was to take effect in 2014. I think the presidential assent was received in like February 2014. Okay, that's nine years ago. Um, and then it got held up in court. Okay, and basically where we are today is now the court has ruled that the NSSF Act is valid and all the complaints or, or cases that were against the NSSF have been thrown out because of the jurisdiction on a technicality. Okay, but basically what it means is that the legislation is now in force. So who okay? was sleeping for that not to have uh, been... Uh, pushed in the other direction? Um, well, I think, look, the, the Act is actually a very virtuous piece of legislation. It's great for Kenyans in the long term. Yes, there's some pain initially because we have to make contributions. So we're going to feel the pain of of taking that cut from our salary. But that's not, it's not a tax. It's a saving, right? So we're actually building savings for ourselves, for our country, right? And this is what happens all around the world. Like, not having Social Security is not a good thing. Mm-hmm. So the legislation is actually... You know, a good thing in theory. Yes, there'll be time. It'll take time to adjust to it. But but there's nothing wrong with the legislation. Okay. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the complaints that were in there were frivolous things. Like, for example, well, government, for example, is now covered under the NSSF. So I don't know if you know this, but under the old NSSF, government was not was excluded. Now, that's already a strange 
sort of situation sure. to be in. Why would every Kenyan need to contribute except government, right? Right, right. So now under the new act, government has to contribute as well. So okay. government employees will also, civil servants are also going to be covered under the new NSSF. So one of the, the, the claims made against the NSSF act was that, well, this affects county budgets and the counties were not um, consulted. But I mean, this is a piece of government legislation. So that's, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I mean by Probably frivolous. just sitting in the inbox somewhere yeah, exactly. in their spam. Who knows? Yeah. So, so we're now at the stage where the government very clearly wants this legislation to be enforced. And like I said, it is, in theory, a good piece of legislation for us. When you when you say, you know, it'll take time to adjust, it's because we're going to see that deduction in our exactly. pay slips every exactly. month, which is going to be slightly more than it was yeah. last year. Yeah. Uh, when does it take effect? So this is this is where things get a bit tricky. Mm. For it. Because this was a court case, this actually took effect from 2014 and then was held up by courts. Okay. So the fact that that holdup has been removed, right, it takes effect immediately. But are we going to lose nine years since it was essentially passed through in 2014? Yeah, I mean, I think going backwards and asking for contributions from 2014 is clearly very unrealistic. My right? would be yeah, zero, you'd basically bro. earn no money yeah, for like yeah. for like a month. You'd just yeah. lose for the doing whole this salary. very hard job that I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a conversation about yeah, yeah, that yeah. another time. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. So basically. The, I think that's one of the challenges is that the the, the official position is is that the the legislation is is effective, right? And it's already received presidential assent. Okay, so basically the 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 noise from from NSSF from government, if you look at all, if the articles in the paper and 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 the public notices and stuff, they're saying make deductions for February payroll. Mm -hmm. Now I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, but it's not a practical thing mm -hmm. because how does an employer make those adjustments? within like three weeks this this court ruling was i think feb 3rd or feb 5th right you're basically giving now take a huge company take safaricom or unilever like you're dealing with you know thousands and thousands of employees you need to make adjustments to payroll there's a technical side yeah but i right? mean surely that's just the push of a button right i mean well it's not that straightforward because the it's the, the whole system has changed so the way it, it, under the current system the the payroll system just takes out 200 bob from the employer right. and 200 bob from the employee and it's 400 flat per person okay now it's a it's a more complicated ca calculation so right. there is some work involved does there. it depend on pay scale as well yeah. so okay it's so a pay it's, based, it's a gradient it's a completely kind of. different structure <clears throat> in how the contributions are calculated okay number 1 number 2 if you're if 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 this this month your pay slip goes down right by that 800 shillings or or 1000 shillings Right, and you had no idea about it. No one's talked to you or explained to you what's happening. You know that's not really an ideal situation. You'd want to have time to sensitize your employees, to update your systems, right, to get all that in place before you start contributing. So, so we're not sure where we'll end up. Right now, the legal position is in February. Everyone should be paying the higher rates. Mm -hmm. But we're hoping there will be that common sense will prevail and there will be some level of grace period to allow people to adjust a little bit, just a you know couple months, mm -hmm. and and then and then start contributing. Um, another question I have. So, so we talk about NSSF, right? Yeah. That's National Social Security Fund, right? Correct. Where does that money go? Okay. Ca because I would I would assume. Yeah. Like when we pay taxes, yeah. there's always the question of why do I pay taxes? Look sure. at the state of the roads, look sure. at the state of you yeah. know, the infrastructure, look at blah, 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 blah. Um, so where does NSSF go? And is there a is there uh, some sort of uh, fear that I'm going to be contributing now double, for example, yeah. uh, depending on pay scale, as you said? Yeah. Um, 
for what? For what? Well, where? You know, when Absolutely. I when I retire, am I going to get this back? I mean, yeah. there is always a fear yeah. with government here yeah. that that money that we're paying to improve the country, improve yeah. our lives, yeah. doesn't end up where it's supposed to end up. Absolutely. So, I mean, this is this is something that we have to accept that in Kenya, you know, there's always a lot of skepticism uh, and cynicism, especially around government initiatives. And we have good reason for that because of uh, a track record that is spotty, not for NSSF, but overall for, for in many different areas. Um, so to answer your question, where does this money go? This money is is savings, okay? It's invested into different assets like stocks and bonds and property, and you earn a return on that money, okay? So under the old system, you would get your contributions plus interest would be paid back to you, mm -hmm. okay? Um, the problem with the old system was if you look at the contributions, it was 400 bob, mm -hmm. right? 200 by the employee and 200 on your behalf by the employer. So everyone was saving 400 bob a month. Now, no matter how good NSSF is, 400 bob a month is just not going to cut it. What is that going to get you in retirement? It's 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 peanuts, right? Mm -hmm. It's really not significant enough to actually provide you with the social security, to actually pro protect you and provide you with income in retirement, no right. matter how good it was. So there was a fundamental structural flaw with that, okay? That, that contribution rate's been in place since 2001, okay? Um, so, so part of the reason for the legislation is to enhance and strengthen the social security fabric of this country by making sure that everyone is saving a meaningful amount, something that will actually provide you. But, but, but you're saying 400 bob is peanuts. What's 800 bob? Okay. So let's go through the contributions because it's not 800 bob. Okay. okay? So we, we currently contribute or under the old system, we contribute 400, 200 each. Okay. Right. The new system is 12% of earnings. That's oh, quite high. Which is a lot higher. Yeah. Okay. 6% by the employee. So you will be deducted 6% of pay, pensionable earnings. And I'll explain that because it's important. 6% of pensionable earnings will you will pay from your paycheck. And 6% of pensionable earnings, the company will pay on your behalf. So you are now saving 12% of pensionable earnings. Now, the catch is pensionable earnings is your salary subject to a ceiling. Okay. Okay. So in year one, the ceiling is 18,000 shillings. Okay, so what that means is effectively you're paying 12% on the first 18,000 shillings of your earnings. If you earn less than 18,000, let's say you're on 15,000 shillings, you're going to pay 12% of 15,000. If you're on 100,000 shillings, you're going to pay 12% of 18,000, mm -hmm. which is the 6% of 18,000 is 1,080. So the 12% is 2,160. So from 400 bob, you're going to as much as 2,160. I mean, yeah, so okay. that's a bigger jump. Absolutely. But what the, the most important thing for it is that's that's part of the transition rules. The ceiling of 18,000 is going to escalate very quickly. Okay. If we look out five years when the transition period ends, the way the ceiling is calculated, I would say that the vast majority of Kenyans, their entire salary will fall under the ceiling. Which means that You're you will be deducted 12% of your gross so you, or net? Gross. Gross salary. And consolidated. So all allowances and everything. Wow. Okay. Okay. So that is substantial. That is now substantial. If you're making a 100K gross, yeah. consolidated, over time, you're going to be saving 12,000 from 400. Yeah. Now that per is month. a huge And job. per year, that adds that's, up. That's big. Okay. Right? We take a quick break. We're going to come back with Adil. If you have any questions, get them in uh, 984 in the morning, hashtag drive in or 0701 There's already a couple of questions here, which we'll tackle when we come back. Uh, but I will read this to you now and then you can have a think about it. Okay. Adil. Uh, ask the guy how many companies will lay off as they can't manage to match uh, the amount. 
Most have already started plans. I stand to be corrected, but I think we might see more unemployment. Plus, most private pension funds will be negatively hit as uh, as we are forcing more layoffs. Okay, just think about that. Sure. We'll sure. Uh, get to that when we come back. Goodbye. Okay. 98.4 Capital FM so talking about NSSF, uh, you say that there's a way people have questions and queries yeah. they can reach out yeah. to you guys. So basically, look, there's a lot of uncertainty around the act and, and implementation, etc. cetera. Uh, Zamara is uh, one of the leading pension providers in the country, right? And, and in the region, in fact. Um, so you can email us at nssfhelp at zamara.co.ke. If you send an email to that address uh, and, and put NSSF in the title or whatever, we will be sure to to help respond to your queries. We're also doing a bunch of webinars over the next few weeks, which are which are going to be free to the public. Um, and our website is zamaragroup.com. So if you go to zamaragroup.com and click on contact us, you can fill in your details. And under the inquiry or question, just again, refer to NSSF and we will add you to our NSSF mailing list, so you okay. get the invites and, and, and FAQs and you know all right. the, the documents. And, and I'm sure 99% of the questions are the same anyway, right? Yeah, so uh, we have we have some content that we'll, we'll be sharing on our social media platforms, through our website, through the webinars and seminars, etc. So there'll be lots of opportunities for you to come and ask questions. Okay, uh, the NSSF has recently flown its staff to Dubai for team building. <laughs> um, I've just seen this uh, in the newspaper. In the newspaper. Okay. Um, I mean, is this... In, in preparation for what's going to be a very difficult period for the NSSF? Look, um, there's a lot of work to be done, for sure. Um, I, I think the headline is is alluding to probably uh, more of a scandalous type type situation because they're, Absolutely. they're, they're traveling to Looks Dubai. Looks like a holiday. Um, and look, NSSF in the past has had... There's been there's been different scandals, whether they were valid or not. You know, I I, I can't really comment. But but NSSF has had has has to address and face these issues. Right. At the end of the day, we as Kenyans, if we're going to be saving money through NSSF, we want to know that that money's being well looked after and it's there for us when we retire. Um, so so one of the pieces of, of or one of the one of the, the parts of the, of the new act, it basically limits how much can be spent on expenses. So expenses have to be below two percent of the assets of NSSF and eventually below one and a half percent. Okay. And that's basically been set based on global standards. So there's a, there, so there's a lot of controls and stuff that are coming into NSSF hand in hand with the higher contributions, right? Mm-hmm. So there's going to be better governance. There's going to be better oversight, the way the board is structured, the way decisions are made, the way money is spent, the way money is invested. All these things are being addressed as well. It's not just simply higher contributions. So we hope that um, this will this will help build more public trust in our in our systems like NSSF and give people that confidence. The other nice thing about the legislation is, remember we talked about the initial contribution being a thousand and eighty each, right? So that contribution is is going to be split up into two buckets. I don't know if you've heard of the tiers. So there's tier one and tier two contributions. Okay. And I don't want to get into all the details and bog people down with numbers, but basically that contribution is into two different buckets, tier one and tier two. So in year one, the tier one is going to be about 360 and tier two is going to be the 720. Okay. So your contribution will look something like that. Tier one has to go to NSSF. No matter what. It's like the 200 bob we pay now. It has right. to go to NSSF. Right. But the other 720, the tier 2 contribution, if you are approved an opt-out employer, so if you choose to opt out, an employer makes that decision. If you choose to opt out, you can effectively park your tier 2 contributions in a private scheme. Okay? So if you, if you participate in a pension scheme of your own, 
as an employer. So, for example, let's take Safaricom again or Capital FM. Capital FM has a pension scheme. So Capital FM can choose that with respect to the Tier 2 contribution, I'm going to opt out. It doesn't mean the contribution is not made. You still have to pay the contribution. The difference is where you put that money. So so when you NSSF is essentially a public pension scheme. Correct. Now you're talking about private, private pension, pension schemes, schemes right? Yeah. So Capital FM, as an employer, has, can decide that our pension scheme as an organization yeah. is a pension scheme X and Correct. not NSSF. Correct. So then our pension goes into this pension scheme. So how, what, what kind of say does the employee have? Can I choose as an employee that, no, I don't want to do this private pension scheme. I want to put it in NSSF. Yeah, it's, it's not going to be really possible. If you think about from a practicality perspective, you either opt out fully Right. So as the empl- that's why the decision falls on the employer. So so the employer, it's up to the employer to now take feedback and consensus from their staff and make a wise choice and make a wise choice. Right. But it has to be one choice, because if you think about it, if we now have 10 people who are opting out and another 10 who are not. And then next month you want to change your mind. Just think of the paperwork. So it's a mess. It would, become it a would mess. be an absolute mess. OK, let me ask you something else. Again, going back to this, you know, getting Kenyans prepared yeah. for what is going to be a change in their net pay. Yeah. Regard, no matter how you break it down. Yeah. Our net pay is going to be less, correct? Uh, and it's going to it's going to gradually get less and less over the next five years, yeah. And then possibly, hopefully, table out, yeah. and then we will have this. Yeah. How do we prepare ourselves? Now, you said you got webinars and things like that. Where do we? This information is so important. Yeah. You know, we can't assume the entire country is listening to the ra- this radio show. Sure. Um, right now. Uh, even though we know we have millions, but I'm saying, you know, we can't assume everyone yeah. is. So this information, because right now, everything you read, anything you see on social media, on blogs, etc., is that we're getting, for lack of a better term, screwed by the yeah. government. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, and this is the thing, like like the messaging, you know, can be can be misleading at times, right? And and like I said, there's a reason that Kenyans have a, have a, have a difficulty trusting our government and our government agencies. Um, if, if you want more information, look, like I said, Zamara is one of the, the leading firms in this space. Um, we, are, we, are, we are preparing communiques. All our clients are being communicated to. Our consulting team are out there talking to our existing clients. But I'm more concerned uh, about the people who are not our clients because most, most companies don't have a pension scheme. If you have a pension scheme today, you're already you know, in the world of pensions. You have some familiarity. Your staff are already making contributions somewhere. So the pain is not so significant for those people. The pain is going to be bigger for people who don't have any pension at all. So for those people, like I said, zamaragroup.com, go to the contact us page, Mm -hmm. put in your information. We can then answer whatever questions you have. You will be on our mailing list. We'll be sending out all our materials. We'll be doing webinars or nsshelp at zamara.co.ke. Those would be the best places to go to now seek out any information you need. Okay, there is a, a comment here from Moses. Let me read it to you, Adila. Maybe you can advise yeah. if this and is... And we had that earlier question as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah. Farid, if you're earning 100K, 30% is PAYE. Right. So you've now you're at 70. Yeah. 6,000 goes to NSSF. Okay. Now you're at 64. Yeah. You've not paid rent, transport, yeah. shopping. You will have yeah. nothing at the end. How many people earn 100K in Kenya? Less than 200,000 individuals. Yeah, that's that. That could be right. I think two hundred may be low, but yeah, I mean the point is it's a minority. Okay, so yeah. is that math correct? I would say yes, it is. I mean, this is. So we are getting screwed. <laughs> well, look, I mean, what did they say? There's there's no certainties in life except death and taxes, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, don't I know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So so look, I mean, we pay taxes. Yes, we pay thirty percent. Yes, we pay NHIF. Yes, we pay NSSF. So on that example of a hundred thousand. 
add the 12,000 contribution to NSSF, which will eventually come through. Two things to point out, maybe just to soften that pain a little bit for mm, you. Mm. The PAYE is tax, okay? And I, I don't want to. I don't want to give you my personal views on, on tax spending and government expenditure right. because but, we, but, I could start ranting. But that's not changing anyway. That's not changing. Right. Um, that is the cost we pay for the government to function. And I think maybe I, let me just make one public service announcement here, Fareed. Okay. Let's not forget something here, listeners. We are the Kenyans. We are the people who elect. The government, the government is there to work for us. They are our elected officials, and we are their bosses. Yeah, to put it bluntly, we forget that. Though. We forget that. Yeah, and I think that's something we all need to remember. If there's something you don't like, don't forget that that the government is in a way your employees, right? And and that relationship needs to be. Uh, we need to remember that relationship because, like you said, we forget. We that. forget, and our, okay? somehow our politicians. So let's put let's put PAY aside. What I wanted to mention is that okay, there's that tax is a black hole, right? And and that just funds government. And they provide services, right? We have roads, et cetera, et cetera. But NHIF is an insurance premium mm -hmm. because you're getting medical cover. The, the NHIF premiums have gone up significantly, but, but coverage has improved, right? People are going to hospitals and getting treatment. And if you have cancer, you can get chemotherapy done under NHIF. Like the, the benefits have also gone up significantly. You don't feel it unless you get sick. Mm. You pay it every month, but you don't get sick every month, right? Similarly, NSSF, yes, it's going to be 12,000 bob if you're earning 100K. But that's that's your money. It's your 12,000 bob. You're saving it I for yourself. I think the fear, again, is that when I retire, when I go to get my pension, that yeah. money's not going to be there. And I think that has yeah. to be addressed. So I think I think it's it's unfair to NSSF to have such an extreme view because I think there's, there's never been a time uh, officially where NSSF have not paid out the amount due to to a pensioner who is saved. Mm, okay, mm -hmm. it may not have been a lot because we're only saving four hundred bob a month, so it's not big money. But but anyone who's ever gone, who's retired and gone to NSSF and had made contributions, I think they've been paid. okay. Okay, number one, number two. Like I said, there's the two tiers. So remember, the the a large chunk of that contribution can be parked in a private scheme. So you have that choice to make. You don't have to give it to NSSF if it's in your private scheme. The private retirement industry is quite well functioning. It's very well regulated. It's very well structured, and it's and it's generally really safe. The amount of fraud and, and mismanagement you see is is quite small. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, the other question we had here before we close is: uh, Ask the guy uh, how many companies will lay off. Right. Uh, so we want to talk to about layoffs. Yeah, and um, yeah, and then the difference between private, which you've mentioned, you've discussed anyway, private okay. and public. Okay. So basically, look, in terms of companies and layoffs, I think I'd like to remind us that we have that five-year transition. So remember, it's only the first eighteen. 1,000 shillings of earnings in year one, which means the maximum contribution is 1,080 by each party, right? So the employer currently contributes 200. The maximum they'll contribute is 1,080. So that's 880 shillings yeah, extra. So that should not be causing significant layoffs. Maybe, maybe there's some companies that are on the edge of struggling and that extra 800 is going to put them under, but that's clearly not a very viable business if <laughs> that's the case. <laughs> Poorly right, yeah. And that 800 will increase, but it's going to come in over time. Okay, so there is that comfort. Mm -hmm. And then remember, a lot of the large employers already provide pension. So what's going to happen for those is many of those cases, the NSSF contribution will get carved out of the current pension contribution that they're making. So if, if your employee is giving you 10% savings in your pension scheme, yeah. they'll carve out that NSSF from that 10%. So for the, an employer in that situation, there is no cost impact. Because you're already saving more than 6%. Right. So you don't have to take any extra cost on. For the ones who are not in pensions, there, there is one element of savings which I can mention here. And that is 
in this country, if you don't, don't provide pension to your staff, you are almost guaranteed to be providing what we call service or gratuity or end of termination benefits, where it's typically a month's salary for every year worked, if you're familiar with such a yeah. benefit. So that benefit, you can you can stop providing that benefit. Really? Okay. Yeah. So there's a there's an element of savings. Uh-huh. Okay. That's so it, under that's the really law, interesting. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, yeah if yeah. you if you participate in a pension scheme, you are not obliged under the Employment Act to provide gratuity benefits. Now you obviously have to write a new contract with your staff or negotiate with your union or whatever. But there's a bit of a trade off there. Okay. So there's an element of savings that will soften that six percent blow. Okay. All right. Adil, thanks for coming in. I, I understand more than I did before you got here, which is good. Uh, if you have any other questions, you can uh, get them into uh, that email. That uh, NSSF help at zamara.co.ke or visit our website at zamaragroup.com and and register under contact us. And of course, uh, if you want me to pass the information on, no problem at all. You know how to get in touch with me. 0701-984-984. 98.4 Capital FM